Good morning, everyone. And I add my own welcome to you all to our all-age worship this morning. It's good to have you here among us. And we welcome friends and family of James and Mary Labby and their daughter, Cloder, who will be baptized later in our service. It's good to have you here this morning. And I'd also like to express my thanks on your behalf for all those who worked so hard on Thursday evening. We had a wonderful glow party, an alternative to Halloween, in our church hall. We had 35 children and parents uh, accompanying them, and it was a great time, and all the hard work paid off. So we do thank all those who put so much work into it. It's very much appreciated. Well, we're going to continue in worship now as we sing two songs led by our worship group. Stand to sing. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can be here this day. Thank you that we can sing your praises. Lord, may we find 10,000 reasons to sing of your praises this morning. Father, thank you that we can be here, brothers and sisters and friends in Christ, your family in this place. Lord, inhabit our praises this morning. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please take a seat. In our all-age worships, we try to pick upon the theme that will run for the rest of the month in Sunday Club. And in November in Sunday Club, the children, you're going to be learning about Elijah. I just want to tell you a couple of things about Elijah, and you'll hear a lot more about him this month in Sunday Club. Well, Elijah was a prophet, which means he was a messenger from God. And he spoke at a time when Israel had a cruel king called King Ahab. And God used Elijah to stand up to King Ahab and his wrong ways. At a time when people had turned away from worshipping the living God to worshipping false gods or idols, gods made of wood or stone. And Elijah's life, as you'll hear in Sunday Club, was a real adventure, a real adventure of great highs and successes, but also times of hopelessness and failure, which I guess is why it makes him so interesting because Elijah, a man of God, was also probably very much like you and me, a mixture of success and failure, highs and lows in our life. He was very human, but a man of God. And we're going to watch a clip on the screen now, which will show part of Elijah's story found in the first book of Kings. After Samuel, David, and Solomon died, 
God's people were split into two kingdoms, Judah in the south and Israel in the north. The ruler of Israel was King Ahab, who did many things that God said were wrong. He worshipped idols and did more evil than any king before him. So God sent Elijah, the prophet, to teach Ahab a lesson. Ahab, God says there will be no rain for many years. This made Ahab very angry. Elijah had to run away from Ahab and camp near a brook. God sent birds to bring the prophet food. When the brook dried up, God told Elijah to go ask a certain woman for food. I only have enough left for one meal for me and my son. But Elijah said, Cook for me first, and you'll be all right. When she obeyed, God did a miracle. She didn't run out of food for three years. After those three years passed with no rain, God told Elijah to go meet King Ahab. There you are, you troublemaker. But it was really the king who caused the trouble. Let's see whose God is real. So the king's prophets built one altar to their god. And Elijah built an altar to his god. They put offerings on each of them. Then they prayed and waited to see whose god would answer their prayers by sending fire to burn up the sacrifice. The king's prophets screamed at their fake gods to send fire. No fire came. Elijah teased. Pray louder. Your god must be sleeping. They did. But nothing happened. When they stopped, Elijah had water poured over everything on the altar he'd built. Then he prayed to God in heaven to send fire. Fire came down. It burnt up the offering, the stones, and the water. Then the people knew that Elijah's God was the most powerful of all. What a story. And what a mighty God. And Sunday Club, at some point in this month, will be hearing about that story of fire and the water being burnt up. But today we're thinking about the first part of that story at the time of famine. And we know that in our own world today, there are people who go hungry. There are people who do wrong. There are people who worship other gods, maybe not made of wood or stone, but maybe celebrities or money. And so we know that these are the days of Elijah as well in our own world. And we know that God is the same. His love and his power are here. And we know that Jesus comes to us 
in power and strength. So we're going to sing of that now in our next song together. These are the days of Elijah. Let's really lift the roof as we worship. Please be seated and catch your breath, uh, except for Joe, who's going to lead us in a retelling of part of that story, and there's some actions and words to join in with. Yeah, am I doing it because it's noisy? <laughs> it's going to be a little bit of noise, so I wonder how good, especially the young people here today, how good at you are at making the noise of a raven. You know those big black birds that we saw in that video? Can you go, can you do that? Yeah, I bet you can. So um, we're going to go through this story together and we're going to do words, we're going to do actions. I wonder, can you rub your tummy like that as if you were really hungry? Can you rub your tummy? Because sometimes we feel hungry, don't we? Yeah, so we're going to go through it together, and there's going to be prompts on the screen, but you do need to perfect your raven noise, so maybe by the end of the story we'll do it quite well. But um, yeah, so let's go through this together and remind ourselves of the story that we saw at the beginning of that video there. Our story begins with a famine. That's when people are hungry. Can you rub your tummy? That's it. King Ahab was a bad ruler, and he worshipped foreign gods. Elijah said to King Ahab, I serve the Lord, the God of Israel. As surely as the Lord lives, I tell you the truth. No rain will fall during the next few years unless I command it. God told Elijah, leave this place and go out to a narrow valley. You may drink water from the stream. And I have commanded ravens to bring you food there. Are you ready? (coughs) Elijah did what God said. The birds brought Elijah bread and meat every morning. (coughs) The birds brought Elijah bread and meat every evening. When the stream dried up, God told Elijah to go to Seraphath. Go to a people who are not my people, and I will use a widow there to provide you with food. Again, Elijah obeyed God. He arrived and went through the town gate. It's very squeaky. Are you ready? Just as God had said, Elijah saw a widow woman picking up sticks to make a fire. She was just by the town gate. Good noises. Elijah asked her for some water and he asked her for some bread. The widow went to get Elijah some water, but when Elijah asked her for bread, the answer he got was a no. Can you shake your head? No, there was no bread. The widow said, I don't have any bread, just a little flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. So I will take these sticks and make a fire and bake a little meal with what I, with little I have left. And then my little boy and I will eat it. And who knows, it may be our very last meal together. 
So Elijah made a promise to the widow. Can you cross your heart like that across? Elijah told her not to be afraid. He said to her, go home. Using your flour and oil, make two loaves of bread, one loaf for me and one loaf for you to share with your son. Because God has told me that your little jar of flour and your little jug of oil will not run out until the rains return and the famine ends. With great faith, the woman chose to believe what was said. She made some bread. Can you make some bread? Yeah. Clickety-clack, clickety-clack. She gave Elijah a loaf and shared a loaf with her child. They were hungry no more. And just as Elijah had promised, her little jar of flour and her little jug of oil never ran out until the rains returned and the famine ended. It just kept on going and going and going. God was true to his word. God kept his promise. Promise. And that is why our story finishes with a wow. Wow! And even the ravens said caw. Caw, 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 caw. I think some of those ravens sounded like parrots. (laughs) (laughs) Easy mistake to make. Now, I've got some colouring here for some of the younger ones to be busy with and to listen during the rest of our service. So if you'd like to come and work on the floor here with some colouring, these pictures of some lovely jugs of oil that the widow might have used. So if you want to take a picture and you can listen as well as colour. Well, what does this remarkable story teach you for your life? this morning as you come to church. What is God's word to you from this story? Three pictures to highlight God's word this morning. Firstly, I'm going to show you a picture on the screen of someone carrying firewood. Now think of that widow in the beginning of the story. Head very much down to the ground, eyes fixed on the floor, looking for firewood, picking up sticks. She was about as low as she could get. She was at her wit's end, thinking her life was over. But what she didn't know was that God had other plans, good plans for her life. Now, if you are walking in her shoes today, if you know what it's like today to walk with your head down and your heart downcast, if you're feeling down and out, then know that God meets you just where you are. God meets you at that point of your need. 
just where you are, at the gate, as she was at the gate. God will meet you at the gate of something new. A door will open as it opened for her. He will satisfy your hunger and your longing, just like he did for that widow. When we give it to God, when we lift up our eyes and our hearts from the ground to the God in heaven who loves you. God can change your life and satisfy your need today. And we find that throughout Scripture. There's a Scripture in the New Testament that says, And my God will supply all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. A wonderful promise. Our second picture shows the widow making loaves of bread. Her rescue came with a visit from God's prophet Elijah. But he comes to her hungry himself. And there's a solidarity there with Elijah and the widow. They're both in great need, living in the same famine. He comes to her hungry. But think about it. Of all the places, of all the families, why would God send Elijah to a family with nothing to ask for a meal? Does that seem strange to you? It seems a little bit strange to me. But that's true of God's plans and God's ways. Sometimes we don't fully understand. They seem strange to us. They don't make any sense. And perhaps you're living at that time now in your life, trying to make sense of things. But we know that God's ways are not our ways. His ways are higher than ours. And his plans are good for us. His ways are right. And we might wonder a little bit about the way in which Elijah speaks to the widow. He seems to boss her a little bit. But that's only to show that Elijah was God's man and God's power was going to be worked through him. And that's why he made the request. And in a way, it affirms that however little we have, we all have something to give, to share. So this widow had her flour and she had her oil. And she found a third vital ingredient to add into the mix. And that ingredient was faith. Faith. To trust Elijah, to trust God. And she was not disappointed. Her faith was rewarded. And that tells you that obedience to God and his word opens the door to blessing after blessing. This poor widow had nothing but a little flour and a little oil, but because she and Elijah were obedient, she was able to make lots of bread and keep themselves going 
throughout the famine until the rain came. So this teaches you to trust God's promise even when you don't understand his ways. And like the widow, you can overcome that fear that we all have, that fear of not having enough for today or tomorrow. Perfect love and trust drives out fear. This widow shows, however poor or inadequate we might feel, we have something good to give, something left to share. Blessings will follow. So if today you haven't got a crust, still trust. And if today you've got nothing to spare, God says, still share, still share. Blessings will follow. God will give us this day our daily bread, that spiritual strength that we need for whatever's coming up this week. Our last picture shows the flour and the oil. The widow's oil and flour never ran dry. And that was a miracle. We can only say that was God, his power at work. She made loaf after loaf, day after day. She could have probably opened a bakery. And I'm sure she will have shared that bread with her neighbors and her community. God can make a little go a long way. And little Cloda today is going to be baptized. And I know that that little one, like all our little ones, can go a long way. They can go a long way. They can go far in their lives with God, with them, and for them. As little Cloda and our children put their trust in God and follow God's way, for their lives. So the lesson today is when you put your life and your resources in God's hands, you will always receive back far more than you gave. And I'm sure as you look back on your lives, you can affirm that truth. You have never been left without. So the widow's life and future was changed forever. Once she was there, head down, picking up sticks. Now she picked up a friend in Elijah. Now she picked up the blessings of God through faith. And now her very life picked up. And that widow would need even greater faith when her son's life was in mortal danger. But once again, Elijah would show God's power to bring new life. To end our message today, we're going to hear words of Jesus which confirm the truth of God's word for you today. Words of Jesus from Luke chapter 6, verse 38. 
Now, is Timmy here today? No? Oh, James is going to do it. Great. Okay, let's listen to these words of Jesus and receive them. Um, It's very short, so I'm going to read it twice. It's five lines from Luke 6, uh, chapter... Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give and you will receive. You will be given much, and it will be poured into your hands more than you can hold. You'll be given so much that it will spill into your lap. The way you give to others is the way God will give to you. So that's, give and you will receive, and you will be given much. It will be poured into your hands more than you can hold. You'll be given so much that it will spill into your lap. The way you give to others is the way God will give to you. Amen. Thank you, James. So we're going to now respond to God's word to us. And Joe is going to lead us in this time of response, of thankfulness, of counting our blessings. So we're going to sing the song that we... um heard at the beginning of the service, higher than the mountains that I faced, just like Elijah, the difficulties that he faced, God led him through that because he trusted in God. So let us stand, if you're able, and put our trust in the God that we love. For his love never fails. Shall we take a seat as we continue to think about what we've heard? Just like that oil and bread that never ran out for the widow, God's love never runs out for us. And no matter what we're facing, God's love is stronger. And we thought today it would be good to think about the blessings that God gives us rather than the problems that we are facing. So hopefully each of you has got a little card that um, you were given as you came in this morning. There's some more at the back if we need to get some. Has everybody got one? And a pen, hopefully. And we thought it'd be good to actually name, to count our blessings, as the old chorus um, used to go, to count our blessings, name them one by one. So I wondered if you can name three blessings, count three blessings, something that you're thankful to God for that you have or... um, you are or you know something that you can give thanks to God for at this time this today and um, we're going to take it away with you you're not going to share it or you know you don't need to show it to anyone it's going to be something between you and God so that today we can say God I am thankful because you dot 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 or I'm thankful because I am now and then whatever you want to write but we want to name our blessings before God so that we can thank him and give praise to him for the good things that we enjoy in our life. So if you're able to write three, that's amazing. If you want to cover the entire little card, you can do that too. If you can just think of one thing to give thanks to God for, that's amazing too, because we are here today to give him the honor and the praise. So give you time to to write whatever you would like to write. Let us pray.
loving God, we thank you for your care of us and for all your people. We thank you for your showers of blessing. You hold us in your love and protection. When times are difficult and there is danger, you send your help through the people around us. We are grateful for all the things they do. We pray today for your special blessing on all these faithful helpers. And help us to be helpers too. When we see people in need, with their heads down, people who are hungry or sick, people who are lonely or sad. May you give us the courage and the resources to care. We lift them before you now in prayer. May you be all that they need and may you send them the help through the care of others, through the care of ourselves. We ask these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and friend. Amen. We say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So take those cards home with you. Maybe put them in your purse or your wallet or by your bedside, somewhere where you'll be prompted to remember those blessings this week. I'm now going to invite James and Mary and their daughter, Cloda, to come and join me here at the front, please. And if any of the family members would like to come and join us, that would be lovely. Do you want to come up here, James? Welcome. Welcome, Mary. Welcome, Chloe. Welcome. 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 Stand with us. It's wonderful to welcome you here today. 
And we also remembered, I'm just going to ask, could you just turn up my mic? Because I'm my voice a little bit. That's great. Thank you. Uh, it would be good just to mention as well friends and family in other parts of the country and the world who are thinking of you today, James. Maybe you could just mention them before us. Um, brother in Ireland, Dr. Sai Yamasu, the godparent, God Biren, and uh, Sarah Masere, and uh, Amitoka. They are not here today, but they are here in spirit. Thank you. So those are the godparents, and also you have a, a brother and, uh, in Ireland, a family yeah. in Ireland. Yes. Uh, I have my brother here. Who is Emmanuel Yamasu? Hello, everyone. <laughs> and uh, I have my sister here, Glory, and I have my other brother here, and I have Mr. Bimbola, and most of all, I have my wife here with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my lovely daughter. She's here. And, and uh, God have given her to me and I, I want to give her back to the almighty God so that she can be part and parcel of this family of this church. Thank you. Thank you very much. Claude had turned one on Thursday. So she had a uh, another family member? Would you like her to come forward? She's just in the crash, is she? Yeah. Oh, she's just in, in the front here. And who's this family member? Welcome. Welcome. So we remember today that baptism is a gift of God. It declares to each one of us the love and the grace of God. In this sacrament, we celebrate the life of Christ laid down for Cloda, the Holy Spirit poured out on her, and living water offered to her. God claims her as his own. He rescues her from sin and raises her to new life. And he plants Cloda in the church family today. Although we do not fully understand these gifts or deserve them, God offers them to all and invites us to respond. We see the water before us, reminding of its power to quench our thirst and to cleanse our hearts. We remember how our Lord Jesus was baptized himself in the Jordan, anointed with the Holy Spirit, how he passed through the deep waters of death and lives forevermore. So Lord, we pray that you will pour out your Holy Spirit that Cloda to be baptized in this water may die to sin 
be raised with Christ and be born to new life in the family of your church. Amen. Give that to you. Okay. She's saying yes to all of that. Yes. You're firm. That's good. So James and Mary are going to affirm their faith together. And in fact, maybe all of you gathered could also affirm, by the grace of God, I do. That's just the answer that you need. By the grace of God, I do. So do you turn away from evil? And all that denies God. And do you turn to God, trusting in Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour, and in the Holy Spirit as helper and guide? Okay, I'm going to see if Claude is going to be happy to come and say hello. There we are, darling. Yeah. Oh, there we are. That's it. You can still see mummy and daddy there. There we are. There we are. How's that? Is that okay? There we are. Yeah, happy girl. Cloda, for you, Jesus Christ came into the world. For you, he lived and showed God's love. For you, he suffered death on the cross. And for you, he rose to new life. For you, he reigns at God's right hand and prays for you. Cloda, we come today to remember God's great love for you. And I'll give you your full name, Cloda Nayadavu Lulu. What a lovely name, Lulu, as well. (laughs) And so I baptize you, Cloda, in the name of of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I sign you with the cross, the sign of Christ. And by baptism, God welcomes you into the church. Amen. That was a little bit of a shock, wasn't it? But I think you did very well. Yeah. Yeah. Hand you back to mum or dad. There we are. Oops, you got it? There we are. Okay. And in response to God's love and blessings, James and Mary are going to make their responses. So I ask you to respond to God's love and grace by making these promises. Will you love This your child, Cloda, committing yourselves to care for her in body, mind, and spirit. With God's help, we will. Will you therefore ensure that Cloda is nurtured in the faith and life of the Christian community? With God's help, we will. And will you set before Cloda a Christian example that through your prayers, Words and deeds, she may learn the way of Christ. And although all the godparents can't be here today, I'm going to ask you all on their behalf uh, to affirm 
your support. So by, you will also join in by saying, with God's help, we will. So on behalf of yourselves and the godparents, will you support James and Mary to pray for them, to help them and support them in their upbringing of Cloda? And the promise of the whole congregation now, and again, the word is there on the screen. Members of the body of Christ, we rejoice that Cloda has been baptized. Will you so maintain the church's life of worship and service that she may grow in the knowledge and love of God and of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord? going to ask the congregation to remain seated as we sing our familiar prayer of blessing over Cloda. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The light of his face shine on you. Drawn to this light as you are, we pray that Christ may be your light and your way. May you grow and live in his light always. Amen. And on behalf of our church family, we present Cloda with a gift, a Bible and some prayers, a card, and the certificate of baptism for yourself and for the godparents. And we pray God's richest blessing on you both on Cloda and on the baby, Christmas baby, maybe. <laughs> we, we, we bless you. So let's give them a round of applause. If you want to um, blow the candle out, you can. Or just blow it. And if you'd like to take your seats, that would be great. As we come to the close of our worship this morning, a reminder that our global lunch will follow. And don't worry if you haven't signed up. Um, we'll make sure that it's like that little flour and oil. It will keep going. <laughs> it will keep going. There will be enough. Um, so please do stay if you are able to. Uh, we have our communion service this evening at half past six. And a reminder that on Thursday we will gather here at 7 o'clock for our special service of remembrance of all loved ones who have died. An opportunity to remember them before God, to light a candle in their memory, and to hear their names read out. So we're, we're hopeful that you can join us on Thursday at 7, and the service will be followed by refreshments. Let's stand together for some final words of faith that we're going to share in before our final song together. Let's stand. Let's say these words together. Lord, 
our God. You are a God of miracles. You are a God who gets involved in our ordinary lives. You are a God who is bothered by what bothers us. You are a God who rescues us and goes with us. You are a God who will lead us through good times and bad times. You are a God whose love is so amazing we cannot understand it. You are a God who chooses ordinary people to follow you. You are a God who makes ordinary people. You are our God and we love you. We bless your name. At the end of life, the question is not how much you have got, but how much you have given. Not how much you have saved, but how much you have sacrificed. Not how much you were honoured, but how much you have loved and served. So we dedicate these gifts and all our giving to God, and with them our lives. Amen. May the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Rest upon you and remain with you this day and forevermore. Amen. Please be seated. And a reminder, our prayer ministry team wearing the green lanyards would be pleased to pray with anyone who would like to receive prayer after our service.